Hello and God bless. This is Chris. I want to welcome you to this edition of the Lions Cast. Today, we're going to be talking about the American prophets. This is uh, sort of an addendum uh, or a continuation on the word that I wrote a couple of days ago entitled The American Prophets and Their Chorus of False Prophecies that you can find on my website, uh, substack.lionspath.com. And uh, I think it's an important topic. That's why we're continuing on it, because uh, these prophetic voices have so tainted the body of Christ, as we're going to discuss today, in more ways than just one. In Jeremiah 23, verse 16, the word of the Lord says, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, do not listen to the words of the prophets who prophesy to you, filling you with vain hopes. They speak visions of their own minds and not from the mouth of the Lord. They say continually to those who despise the word of the Lord, it shall be well with you. And to everyone who stubbornly follows his own heart, they say, no disaster shall come upon you. For who among them has stood in the counsel of the Lord to see and hear his word? Or who has paid attention to his word and listened? One of the marks of a true prophet of God is delivering the word of God that they are given. If they are not speaking what God is saying to them, then their ministry is absolutely useless. There's no point to call themselves a prophet. There's no point to have a ministry. A prophet's number one job is to utter the words that are coming from the Lord. There is no other uh, ministry besides that for the prophet. A prophet is only as good as the word of God that they deliver. So if they're not delivering the word of God, then they're absolutely useless. They're yielding bad fruit. And that's what's going on with the American prophets of today. In 2020, most, if not all, of these very prominent prophetic voices all across America, and I could name them off, uh, and you will see them in just a, a short a short while here, uh, prophesying falsely in 2020 um, that Donald Trump would be president of the United States yet once again during the 2020 election and how wrong they were. Now, I do want to clarify this, uh, that just be, you're going to see a lot of people that you recognize uh, I'm sure I do not follow um, all of these ministries very closely. In fact, I don't follow any of them very closely, these, these prophetic voices. So I do not want to sit here today and accuse them of being false prophets. I know that there's a hardline stance to take that if a prophet misses it one time, regardless of whether they've gotten 10 things right and one wrong, they're a false prophet. I do not take that hardline approach. Unfortunately, we are imperfect human beings and people can make mistakes and they can also fall into sin. Uh, if a person is repentant, if they admit that they are wrong, we should be restoring them back uh, into the, the fold and, uh, and giving them grace to, to carry on. But the problem is, is that most of these American prophets have not made public apologies except for I think Jeremiah Johnson was one. He actually closed down his ministry, started up something else. And then Chris uh, Vallotton also issued a public apology. But others of these prophets have not. People like Robin Bullock, people like Mark Taylor, and people like Pat Robertson and uh, Hank Kuhneman and, and others, Kat Kerr, you know, others of these so-called prophetic voices that so many people listen to these people these 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 prophetic voices they have millions of followers 
you know, these are not uh, just obscure people um, that hardly anyone listens to. So, like I told you, we're going to be watching a smorgasbord of, of clips uh, regarding the uh, 2020 election and the prophecies that these that these American prophets gave. And you're going to see just how wrong they were. And like I said, you're going to recognize a lot of these voices. This video was put together by a very antichrist outfit called rightwingwatch.org. And a lot of you are wondering, well, why, why in the world are you showing something that they put together? Well, I'll tell you why, because it gives our enemies occasion to blaspheme. That's why. These people, because of their false prophecies, have now given the enemies of God an occasion to mock and blaspheme the Lord Jesus Christ as well as the Christian church. So let's take a look and you're going to see what I'm talking about when we talk about visions, when we talk about the word of the Lord versus visions of our own minds. Take a look. God spoke to me. All right, what's going to happen in 2020? I think President Trump is going to be reelected handily. Uh, I think he will win the election uh, without any question. Donald Trump is going to win this election and it's going to be a red tsunami. And yeah, we're going to take the House. And I know it's topsy-turvy in the Senate, but I'm telling you, we're going to take the Senate as well. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that President Trump will have a second term. I am speaking from the future. Yes, you will. This moment, right this moment. And I am going to proclaim that President Trump will be President <laughs> of the United States. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. I agree. I am that. going to proclaim that the Republicans will take the Senate and the House. I'm telling you that President Trump is going to triumph in 2020. God is going to shape this nation. The Lord brought that man to office for a purpose and a plan. He was set there by God's divine hand. He will not be removed. And I believe, as those prophets have said, and the Holy Spirit has revealed to me too, I believe, that Donald Trump is going to be reelected president in the United States, and he'll be reelected, I believe, in a landslide. No matter what the politics say, no matter what's going on, we believe that this president shall be reelected. I prophesied that to you some years back in 2020. Did God show you who's going to win the election? Yes, he did. If believers, and I know it's always if believers pray. Right. But he showed me three times in a dream, and I showed this first time. There's a clip that was made here. I dreamed that Donald Trump got reelected. That's no guessing games. He is the one that God's going to put his hands on. I think he's going to win again by landslide. Some kind of landslide. It could be an electoral landslide, but it's going to be a landslide. I believe it is the will of the Lord for President Trump to be reelected for a long-term reason, if Jesus tarries any at all. That is to turn this nation for lineage and legacy unto, this was the exact phrase the Holy Spirit gave me, to true constitutional conservatism. He will win this election in a landslide of gigantic proportion something that's never been done before the size of victory that he's going to see no matter what they do i stand with you and alan does as well uh, president trump will be president uh and um he's not going away anytime soon that's for okay. sure because god has anointed and appointed him for this time that the state of the union address is trump his stand for truth he literally sealed the 2020 election i believe because of this stand for life that he secured the independent vote that i don't believe that the Democratic Party has an answer for this strong. He's not going to be like Ahab. He's not going to bow down.
around to this kind of agenda in our nation. I believe the president will be reelected, and I believe he'll be reelected by a wider margin than has been predicted or expected. Who is going to win? Uh, has God shown you? Well, you know, uh, I went into, I was in a meeting down in Florida, and uh, I, I was listening to the Lord before this meeting, and uh, this wasn't even on my mind, but this is the way it happens at times. And I turned around, and the news was on, and I saw Joe Biden on the screen. And uh, you remember this. I told you this. I said, uh, I looked around, and just out of conversation, I said, Lord, Joe Biden don't need to be president. And just like this, just like if you'd answered me, he said, he won't. Just like that. He said he won't. The Democrats are not going to win for decades to come. You're not going to see another Democrat in the White House for decades, I don't believe, if ever again right now at this point, because they are literally, you're seeing literally the destruction of the Democratic Party. Uh, look, it doesn't matter who runs up against Trump. It doesn't matter because they're going to lose, period. Trump's going to win the election. It's going to be a blowout in 2020. We all know it. Look, when, when this is all said and done, the Democrats will be finished for good. And I've said this for a long time. I said that you will not see another Democrat in the White House for many, many years, if ever again. And and this right here, I believe, what we're seeing happening, which is the death of the Democratic Party, this right, right there will be uh, that prophecy coming to pass. Do you really believe President Trump is going to be reelected? If you're caught up, if you are caught up to the throne of God and he face-to-face -face tells you he is winning, there's no doubt whatsoever. He will win because that's God's plan. Trump is here to stay. And there you go, Trump 2020 campaign is on the way. And I want you to know that, yes, God himself did tell me to come and do this broadcast. Laugh at it, jeer at it, or celebrate it. It's going to happen. Trump will win the 2020 election. And for 24 years, God said in 2016, he would be in the White House. So if you don't like that, go get saved. Get your mind on right and get a life. Time that I have inserted myself to show that I am the God of the harvest, but I am the God of the earth, and I am the God of the United States of America. And yes, I am the God of this president. And you will see as time continues to unfold that there shall be more of a calling upon, more of a grace that will be upon the man. For God says, I had to even bring about a removal for a season uh, from the campaign trail for his safety and for the reason that I was looking for something that he would call upon. On me in private and so he did that would give me access now to move in the next four years upon this land and I will do it. God said something to me very carefully so I'm going to give this nation I've given this nation a sign. You know what it is? The confirmation of Judge Amy Coney Barrett is your confirmation that this nation is not going backwards it's not going to go backwards and, and God told me it's not going to go backwards. And there you have it folks the American prophets and their false visions. You see Hank Kuhneman at that final clip uh, reach out and check his cell phone after receiving the ever so important word of the Lord. Um, there's so much to say about those false prophecies. One comment I will make um, is that uh, Sid Roth is actually incorrect when he says that uh, a prophecy like this will only come to pass if believers pray. That is, that is incorrect. Uh, if God gives you a word and says that so-and-so is going to be elected, it doesn't matter if people pray or not. If it's something that God is foreseeing in the future, and of course we know that God foresees all things, then it will happen whether believers pray or not. It, it is not a conditional thing. The, the, the words that were coming from the American prophets was not conditional. It was very emphatic that Donald Trump would take the presidency. The other thing that I want to point out is uh, is Mark Taylor and uh, 
him uh, actually declaring and saying that for years he has prophesied that you will not see another Democrat in the White House. And yet uh, here we have a Democrat in the White House yet again uh, in uh, in this country. And so we can see that a lot of these people, you know, Kat Kerr and her uh, ghastly statement that uh, Donald Trump would be uh, in office for 24 years. I mean, folks, th- this is this is what happens when people get caught up in emotionalism. This is what happens when they when they are surrounded in their own bubble by other like-minded saints and other like-minded people who are uh, hoping and wishing for something, and they do not distance themselves from the fray and from all of the voices to actually get in that quiet place before God and actually hear what God is saying. See, after their failed prophecy, they had a chance to admit that they were wrong, uh, but they didn't do that. Uh, instead, they reimagined even more false prophecies and spewed them out as if they were words straight from God. They literally have no shame. So after their words failed to come to pass, instead of admitting that they were wrong, they doubled down on their false prophecies and said, well, actually, it was a stolen election. And now you have prophets like Robin Bullock, who are actually getting up behind the pulpit and actually calling Donald Trump forward to declare himself president. I'm not kidding you. That's what they're doing. They're actually wanting him to declare himself president and and basically incite a a violent uh, overthrow of an elected government. It's absolutely stunning um, the level that these people will go through um, you know, just to get their words, um, just to get their words heard. So, um, and I'm going to, I'm actually going to play that clip, if you don't mind, of Robin Bullock. I want you to listen to this. Listen to what he says here. Listen close to this. What we would call an administration is not one at all. There is no administration right this moment in the White House. I'm just telling you straight up. There's not one there. And you say, well, what are you talking about, Brother Robin? That sounds crazy. Well, I'm about to explain myself. I didn't know I was going to be talking about all this today until the Lord said I was. There's not an administration in the White House or in the Capitol. When the war left the heavens and came to the ground, this so-called administration is actually a regime whose sole purpose is to stop a prophecy from coming to pass. There was nine of those trumpets in Gideon. Nine of them. What does that say? This is what I saw the Lord do. This is what I heard him say. And people may think it's weird. They may think it's silly. But oh, the Lord said to me, he said, is there not nine prophets that will stand and hold their staff up and hit the ground and call the rightful president, Donald J. Trump, back to office and call him back home? Is there not nine left? At least nine that will utter the word Trump. Robin Bullock prophesied that Donald Trump would uh, be in the White House in 2020. That prophecy failed. And now Robin Bullock is making the uh, just the preposterous statement that uh, you heard in that first clip that uh, the only reason that uh, Democrats put Joe Biden in the White House was so that they could make sure that his prophecy did not come to pass. That was his uh, line of reasoning. And then you heard him, uh, of course, on the second clip now, uh, calling forth prophets to uh, declare that Donald Trump is president and incite a open rebellion against government authority, elected government authority in this country. Now, I want you to I want you to be clear on something. I didn't vote for Joe Biden. I don't I don't like his politics. Of course, I think they're wicked. Um, those of you who know me would know that I voted for Donald Trump. I'm not ashamed to say it. 
you know, I like a lot of his policies. I do not think he, he is a man that walks in the fruits of the Holy Spirit, but nevertheless, he is a man that at least uh, exudes some semblance of righteousness out of the White House. And I say a semblance of it. I didn't say that he's necessarily a righteous man. But you can hear uh, these prophets now doubling down. And he's not the only one who's doubling down. Mark Taylor's doing it, and a bunch of these other prophets are doing it as well, doubling down on their false prophecies and now uh, inter, you know, intertwining conspiracy theories into prophecies and declaring them as though they are a word from God, saying that the election was outright stolen and that uh, Donald Trump needs to take his rightful place back. If they had really heard from God, um, God would have actually shown them the chain of events from beginning to end so that confusion wasn't sown amongst his people. That's important to understand that. God would not deliver a part of the word to these prophets and then have their prophecies fail and then decide to give them the second part to it uh, like, like a soap opera. That's not how God does things with his prophets. He's not out to make a mockery of his prophets. That's not how God does it. So if they would have actually heard from God, he would have shown them the specific chains of events. They would have called it out long before the 2020 election even started. But we know from watching those clips that I just showed you that that didn't happen. They were emphatic. They believed that he would win in a landslide, and he did not. So they got the prophecy wrong. Then they had to go back to their donor base, their followers, and they had to do damage control. And this is where it gets sickening because once they realized they had to do damage control with their donor bases, then they started cooking up conspiracies in the name of the Lord, saying the election was stolen, calling Donald Trump forward. Robin Bullock even now is cooking up prophecies, pretending that he's hearing the secret things concerning conversations that go on in Trump's circles and trying to get Trump, trying to incite him to rebel and to have a coup uh, in this country. You know, it's really it's really unfortunate. And worst of all, these prophets, they're actively, actively calling for their own followers to rise up and rebel against the government. This is insanity. And this is not how God works, ladies and gentlemen. God does not call you and I to violent overthrow of any government. I don't care what anyone tells you. I don't care what history books anyone cites to you. Uh, the word of God, the scripture is very clear. Jesus Christ does not call his followers to violent overthrow of any government. The whole point of serving the Lord is to learn to submit to your persecution and be faithful in affliction. Peter had to learn these things with Jesus. Peter had to learn. Peter was violent. He didn't want his master taken by the temple guardsmen. He cut off the ears of one of them. Jesus said, those who live by the sword will die by the sword. Later on, when Jesus met with the disciples after his resurrection, he said to Peter, when you were younger, you dressed yourself, you went where you wanted. But when you're older, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and take you where you don't want to go. He was teaching Peter the discipline of submitting to persecution. Put down your sword and walk with Christ. Christ. And that's what God calls every believer to do. We don't have to like the government that is in authority over us. Nobody's, nobody is saying that you have to like Joe Biden. Nobody's saying you have to like the Democrat Party. Nobody's saying that you have to be content you know, with uh, 
the overthrow of morality in this country. Nobody's saying that. What we're saying is, is you need to learn to submit to persecution. And any prophet who is telling you and calling you to form a coup or a rebellion, an actual violent rebellion against governments is a false prophet. This is what Hananiah and the rest of the prophets did in Jeremiah's day. They taught rebellion against the Lord. Jeremiah was one of the few prophets who was hearing from God, hearing about the the captivity into Babylon, while the rest of the prophets were prophesying peace and deliverance. And the problem with those prophecies was that Jeremiah was saying, you need to submit to your captivity, even telling the king this. And as long as you submit and go peacefully, Nebuchadnezzar will not harm you. But the prophets of peace and deliverance were saying, no, God will deliver you. And because of that word, the people began to rebel against that captivity. When when the Babylonians came in, they began to fight against them and try to overthrow them, try to conquer them, because, well, they received a word from God that said they're going to be delivered. So we must do something about it in order to win our deliverance. We have to take action. You see, the prophecies of Hananiah were false because they didn't encouraged rebellion against the word of God. And not just that, but open rebellion, violent, violent opposition to the uh, conquering nation, something that God did not speak to them. When you receive a word from God that is actually from God and not from your own mind, it's, it's not hard to predict what kind of fallout will occur in, in other spheres of influence. And that's something that, uh, you know, again, if these prophets would have spent time in the quiet place with God instead of being inundated with information. And I think that's one of the big problems that a lot of uh, American prophets have is is that they're so they're so bombarded with the information age the 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 texts coming in from their cell phones the the messages the the articles and the radio programs and the television and and social media they're just inundated with information and a lot of these people. Uh, are filling their minds with information instead of being able to step away into the quiet place with their God. You know, this is something that uh, the prophets of old did not have much of a problem with because they didn't have the tools of information we have today. It was much easier for them to step away into that quiet place and receive exactly what God was saying. But prophets today have to literally, uh, you know, really put their mind to it if they want to step away from the day and age of information. The demands of their followers to speak and deliver a word and to, you know, say this on air and stuff like that, it's very stressful. And the American prophets are not spending enough time with their God to actually receive what he's saying, like what he's actually saying. And they're just spewing what their followers want to hear so they can retain their donors. But it's not hard to predict what kind of fallout's going to occur in different spheres of influence. You know, God gave me words years ago about America. Those words have not changed. So for example, because God has shown me the coming persecution of American Christians and his judgment on the country, it's not a stretch for me to understand that Donald Trump is irrelevant. Let me say that again. Donald Trump is irrelevant. Don't expect anything good to come out of the Texas abortion law either. I realize that it has become a law 
and that it was shot down, and then it was reinstated again. I understand that. But it will be shot down again and made irrelevant in its time. You just wait. Because evil is here to stay. It is here to conquer righteousness for a season. And that season's going to carry through until the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Donald Trump was served up as a sign to the wicked. A sign. And it's incredible in those four years that he was president how evil took the reins and literally went uh, 10 times harder than it ever had in the history of this country. And some of you who are perceptive enough saw that. Yeah, that was a sign to the unbeliever. So what people were actually hoping would limit, or I would say uh, put on hold God's judgment, God's judgment has actually been hastened because of Donald Trump's presidency. And it's not anything he did. It's because of what evil did during his presidency. They went into overdrive and became worse. So I want you to understand that. During the uh, the California election was the same thing. Now keep in mind, I didn't get a word from God here. I haven't gotten words from God regarding the Trump election or anything like that. Not, not one. It's just that I know what God has spoken to me years ago, and I'm applying it to real world situations. And the California recall election was the same thing. God has shown me things about California. It's impending judgment for its vileness. And I'm telling you that Larry Elder's elected, uh, you know, being elected governor would not have fit in with that with that word. So I went out that very night and said, Larry Elder is not going to win the governorship. So quit devising in your mind that it's going to be a stolen election or, or something like that. It's it, he's just not going to win. You know, it's not because the election was stolen or anything else. It's because wickedness prevails in California. And sure enough, Larry Elder lost and he lost big. You want to talk about a landslide? He got walloped. And so I wasn't surprised by this. While everybody else was talking about how Larry Elder has a a big chance and he's going to do it, you know, people like me who have actually heard from God were saying, no, he's not going to win. And that's documented on my website, by the way. But again, it wasn't a prophecy. Now, it's not something God told me. I'm just saying because of things God has shown me in the past, I'm able to apply them to other spheres of influence in this country. That's why I accurately predict certain things even if I haven't heard from God because of the things that God has shown me in the past. Donald Trump is is actually irrelevant. And I know that that bothers some people. They don't want to hear it, but it's true. He's irrelevant to this entire process. You know, Donald Trump was up against the ropes all the days of his presidency. He did not get out from against the ropes all the days of his presidency. He was too busy fending off wickedness against against himself and his own family. He had no time for you and I. No time. It would have been worse for him had he been elected during these four years. Probably would have killed him. And I'm not saying he would have been assassinated. I'm saying it probably would have killed him of natural causes. You know, it's stressful on these people to be president. You know, that's why they go in with brown hair and they come out with gray hair after eight years because it's stressful. It doesn't matter who you are. Every single one of these guys went in with natural color hair. They come out with white or gray hair when they're done because it's stressful. And Donald Trump probably would not have survived it because they would have come at him even harder than they did the first four years. So you need to understand that Donald Trump is irrelevant to this process. We are in a downward spiral of judgment in this country. You, I'm not saying that you won't see little victories here and there. I'm not saying that. 
I'm not saying that you won't see little revivals here and there amongst the church. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is by and large, evil will wax evil. You know, the the the, the kids these days in school and that are in high school, you know, moving on to college, you know, these kids are being taught to hate righteousness. They're being taught to despise morality. They're being taught to despise you and I. And they're going to be the majority in this country before long. You and I are going to be the refuse of society. That's the reality of the situation. And that's frankly what most of you don't want to hear. You want to hear words that please your ears. You don't want to hear the true word of God that says that American Christians are going to be persecuted, that God's judgment is going to wallop this country in the process. Yeah, we'll have some victories here and there, but believe me, his judgment is going to affect you and I too. It's just the way it is. You know, the reality is, is that anytime I ask God to show me something new regarding the end of the age, regarding America, I never get any answer. I'm hoping that maybe he'll change his mind or something. And he doesn't. I never get another answer. I just get the same rejuvenated fire in my belly to prophesy the things that he showed me years before. Those prophecies are very simple. God's judgment is imminent on both America and the world. And you need to prepare for persecution. It's just that simple. That's it in a nutshell. You need to prepare for it. Submit to persecution. Be faithful in affliction. That's what the American church needs to know and needs to get geared up for. I want to tell you a little something. And I don't, you know, I don't usually say things like this, but I think it's important. The other night when I was reviewing these false prophecies from the American prophets, and uh, I was just sick to my stomach, and it was about three in the morning. Um, I finally got to bed and I uh, closed my eyes, and I, I, I still couldn't sleep, but I, I was like, I've got to go to bed. It's late. And I closed my eyes. And as I closed my eyes, I saw this vision, so to speak. I saw millions of Christians wandering around a, a giant city. It re- kind of reminded me of zombies. They were just wandering around this giant city in the streets. And there was all these little pieces of paper flying around all over the city. It, it, it was like litter in the air, just flying around. It kind of reminded me of like a snow globe, you know, when you shake it up and there's all the snow that flies around the city. Well, that's what it was. It was all these little pieces of paper flying around everywhere like litter. And the paper, these pieces of paper that were flying around, they they look like fortunes that you'd find on a fortune cookie. And on these fortunes were false prophecies, false hopes, conspiracy theories, stuff like that. And every one of these Christians was snatching these fortunes out of the air and swallowing them up. And then they would spit them back out into the air, but only this time those messages would have their own parroted words added on to them. So these fortunes would have a parroted message by that person added on. And other Christians would come along, snatch these regurgitated fortunes out of the air, and repeat the cycle. And all over the city, these Christians were doing the same thing over and over and over again. Every one of them. And I thought to myself, you know, that's that's God's people. That's, that's what we're doing right now. We're listening to all of this nonsense, all of these conspiracy theories, all of these false hopes, trust the plan type of prophecies that will never come to pass. And that's all we're doing, wandering around, waiting for something to happen that will never happen. And you wonder how it is that the Bible accurately predicts that there will be a great falling away. Now you know. Because when Christians in this country and probably other first world countries realize that they're going to be here for persecution and tribulation, when they realize that they're going to have to go through it, that the, the quote, deliverer is not 
not coming, not until the appointed time, then there's going to be that great falling away. And the reality is, is that God is going to hold his prophets responsible. He's going to hold the American prophets responsible, the American pastor in this country who prophesies falsely, who leads their flock astray. They're going to answer for it. I can promise you that. If they do not repent, they are going to answer for it. This is a very serious problem in the American church, and it needs to get rectified soon, or the people, the body of Christ, is not going to be prepared to endure what's coming on the world. I want to thank you for joining me today, um, and I hope that uh, this message has shed some light on some things. You know, like I said before, I certainly do not uh, like the current administration that we have in office. I did not vote for them, and I am not encouraging them in any way, shape, or form. But it is important for us to learn to submit to persecution and not to be promoting rebellion and, and violent overthrows of any government. That is not what Jesus Christ would have us do. Jesus Christ had every reason to uh, incite a rebellion against the Roman Empire. Um, they were brutal, uh, but he did not do that, uh, not one time. We need to be careful. Uh, with our words and the things that uh, we're encouraging on social media, making sure that they are what God would have us say. So once again, I want to thank you for joining me on the Lions Cast, and I will see you next time.